I know you've been hearing a lot lately about how our world is in trouble. And you've heard a lot of bad stuff about where, where our world is. But I've got some good news for you. I want you to know that our world is in great hands and it's heading in a great direction. And I have proof. I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you how to operate in a spirit. This is Happy Life Studios. This message is for you. This message is for you. This message is singular to you. It's not for anybody else. It's not hard to get. It's not hard to get. It's not hard to understand. Hey, are you happy? Now that's a great question. Does the sun set high? Does the sun set high? Welcome to Happy Life Studios. happy lifer i hope you're doing well i'm doing fantastic i am super excited about today's podcast because i got some good news to tell you and i know we've heard a lot of bad news lately and it seems like that's all the news knows how to put out anymore talking about how much trouble we're in and then they throw in a feel-good story at the end Well, I think they should be all good stories and then throw in a scary story at the end. I mean, I think they should just flip that because there's an awful lot of good news out there. And I've got proof of it because I'm down here in sunny and hot Southern California. Because I'm down here at a a youth camp. And my voice is a little raspy because um, I've been speaking like every morning and every night. And it has been fantastic. It's also a little early in the morning and uh, I'm actually down at the pool. This camp is a little different. It's not at a campground. It's actually at a church, and then everyone is staying at a hotel, and they put me up in this nice place called Ayer Suites in Anaheim, and it has just been fantastic. I'll be honest with you, I'm taking advantage of it because when you speak that much, I don't know how a lot of other people speak, but if you just get up there and read your notes, that's one thing, but when you get up there and you really share from your heart, from deep down inside you, um, that, that will drain you. It'll wear you out. So you you got to be wise with that. And that's really what I'm doing right now. I finally got a little bit of a break. They're actually going to the beach today. I'm going to join them in a little bit. But I thought I would take advantage of a little bit of the, the quietness and the stillness and come down to the pool. And I was thinking about, man, am I even going to get a podcast done? Because I've been doing so much speaking. Camps are crazy, man. I've been doing camps for three decades over now. And I love doing camps. I used to do them all the time. I don't know why I don't do as many now. I don't get invited to do as many camps. That makes me sad because camps are probably my favorite time of the year. Winter camps or summer camps, fall retreats, spring forwards, whatever you want to call them. I love camps because I love hanging out with, with the people, particularly if they're young people. And you see so many cool things at a camp. It isn't just like you got to come in one time and wow them and then leave. At a camp, you get to hang out with them. You get to hang out in the kitchen afterwards. You get to hang out um, on the you know on the on the ball court afterwards and just talk and ask questions and hang out with them and encourage them and do a lot of one on one stuff. And so, you know, I do a lot of that as well, which can also wear you out and encouraging a lot of people there. But I, I don't know if I've been given up for the. <laughs> 
for the newer and younger models because when I was younger, I got asked to speak all the time. And I don't know if people think that only um, younger people can speak to younger people, but I think there's an advantage to someone being around. Let's put it this way. If you've been around for over 30 years speaking to young people, you probably have something to say. You probably have a few stories. You probably have some wisdom. You've probably seen a few things, and you've probably seen some repetitions that some cycles that teenagers and children go through that you can you can help with and so i love speaking at camps and i wanted to share it with you i came down here this morning to get like i said get a get a break and as i sat my stuff down at this table i'm at the pool all by myself the pool's been kind of busy so i haven't been able to get as much quiet time at the pool as i as i'd like and honestly i haven't had much time at all because i speak in the morning and then i just can't pull myself away from hanging out with the teenagers or the children. I did both kids. They got a combination. They got a kids camp and a youth camp. And I'm sorry if I'm kind of just talking story right now. But number one, that's kind of my style. And number two, I don't. I don't have any notes down here. I don't really have. I'm just. I just. I, I wasn't even sure I was going to be able to get out a, a podcast this week because I'm at a camp. Um, and I was as I was sitting there wondering you know if i did a podcast what would i do it on and then all of a sudden it just dawned on me tell the happy life is out there the good news that our country's heading in a good direction and you know for sure because you've been hanging out with you know they say young people are our our future right i believe the children are our future teach them well and let them lead the way show them all the beauty they possess inside they're not just our future, they're, they are our now. And I'm telling you, I've been hanging out with a whole bunch, a whole bunch of positive, hopeful, great, incredible children as well as teenagers. And so if I'm all over the place this morning, um, that's about the only way I'm going to be able to get a podcast out. <laughs> so, I, But I did want to get one out to you guys. And when I thought about doing it for the camp and telling you how cool these teenagers are, I just want to share the experience that I've had with you because the only sad part about camps is not enough people are there. If I could just take you from your living room, from your office right now, from your vehicle, and transport you just for an hour, just for 20 minutes to, to hang out at camp and, and see see these teenagers, see these children, see them laughing, see them playing, see them goofing around with each other, see them getting serious, see it, see their lives being changed and, and set free from a lot of the guilt and the regret and the fear. And if I could just let you just watch, just be a little fly on the wall, so to speak, and just watch all these kids and what is going on with them and, and really what the power of God is doing inside of them as well. It's a spiritual retreat. And uh, we can't sell our spiritual side short, man. God is powerful. And our spiritual side is, in my opinion, it's bigger than our physical side. And, and God is there and he wants to help. And I've got proof of that, too, because I have been watching it. I have been watching it all week. And I want to cry just talking about the things that I've seen. And so I just wanted to share them with you. And I was thinking about doing that. And then I came down here to the pool. This is the second time I've been down because I came down here. There's no one else down here. And I set myself on this table. And, man, behind me, I've got all these mountains behind me. Oh, absolutely gorgeous. And then in front of me, I got this pool and this hot tub that's calling my name. And it's like, hurry up, Steve. We're waiting for you. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm just in this beautiful setting. I just kind of, what are those videos called? ASMR or whatever. I don't know. Where they make all these noises and they try to bring you to a place by you listening to these noises. They record crinkling paper or they record wind or whatever. I'm just kind of trying to set the stage for you of where I'm at. I'm just a tired and happy man 
right now. Happy Life Studios, this is one of those moments that just, (laughs) and I know I'm all over the place, but welcome to my mind and my world, and that's even how I speak. Maybe that's why I don't do as many camps anymore, (laughs) but I think there's a lot more people out there that can relate to my brain nowadays. Anyway, I'm all over the place here, but back to, I came down here and I sat my stuff at the table and I thought, wait a minute, as long as I'm down here, I should be sharing this moment with the happy lifers and, and with you guys. And, and I also felt like th- I should come down here and just talk about camp down here. And I thought that would be awesome. So if you hear noise in the background, I hear weed eating going on. These mics are pretty good. So usually when I say that, I can't hear them in the mics, but that's what's going on. I'm just sitting down here by the pool. And I just wanted to share this moment with you uh, because I've seen some powerful stuff. I I just love watching teenagers work. I love watching children work. There's nothing greater, in my opinion, nothing touches me much more than when I see children laughing or hear children laughing or teenagers laughing. I just, I'm a lifer, man. I've been working with youth, with teenagers, like I said, for well over three decades. And I love teenagers. I love children. I, I just love watching them interact with each other. I'm telling you about, they get a bad rap, man. I mean, we tend to talk about all the graffiti and all the swearing and all the, boy, kids these days. We stand in line at the grocery store and have people turn around to me and say, many times, kids these days. And I tell them, yeah, let me tell you about kids these days, man, because um, I think that they're pretty incredible um, because they really are pretty incredible. And uh, this week has proven it. So I just want to encourage you today to say our country's in good hands. Because these are not children are not only our future, they're our present. One day I did just the children. And in the morning I showed up like a special agent, a spy, and I'm sneaking around. It was just hilarious. It was funny. But we talked about being a special agent, that, that God has made us and he's called us. You know, when God showed up on the earth, he made Adam and Eve, and then he just hung out with them. That was his plan. That was it. He didn't set up a chapel in the middle of the garden. He didn't set up a church building. He didn't set up a, a time where they would meet with him every day. He just hung out with them. Or they'd meet with him every week. They just they just hung out with him. And then when God came to earth a second time in Jesus, right, he picked 12 guys that no one else would pick, and he just hung out with them because that's what he loves to do. That's what it's all about. God just wants to hang out <laughs> with us. And so those 12 guys that he picked, we call them disciples, and then we call them apostles. Apostles simply means a sent one. A lot of the books of the Bible, especially in the last half of the Bible, which we call the New Testament, are really letters that we call them books now. We call it the book of John, but it was a letter to John. We call it the book of Corinthians, but it was really a letter to the, all the people in Corinth that were now followers of the way, of this thing that, that God showed up as Jesus, and people called it the way. And these letters were written from guys that were hanging out with Jesus and knew all about him. And, and so they were telling people how this thing is supposed to be done, because everyone just joined up on this thing called the way. They're like, this thing went viral. And it was first generation viral. And in the letters, many of the letters, what I'm what, talking about, getting back to special agent here, many of the letters were one of the followers of Jesus would write the letter and they, you know, say, hi, I'm a disciple, I'm apostle, whatever. But one translation of the Bible, the message translation translates it like this. I'm an apostle of Christ. I'm a special agent for Jesus, a special agent. So we're talking about being special agents. We talk about a special agent is no better than his assignment. What does a special agent do? A special agent does. If I'm an agent for the CIA, I do what the CIA tells me to do, whether it's sit behind a desk or whether it's go to 
Kiev, Russia, or you know, and 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 do some spy mission. I do what the FBI tells me, what the CIA tells me, because I'm a special agent of them. Well, Paul says I'm a special agent of God. Apostle means sent one, means a a special agent. And then he writes a letter to this guy named Timothy. And in First Timothy, uh, the, he starts that letter by saying, "I, Paul, am an apostle, and I'm on special assignment." So we talked about being special agents on special assignments, and these kids just ate it up. The teenagers, the children, I said, you're not just here to live for yourself. God's got an assignment for you. The theme of the camp was press play. We're here to press play. God has already laid out our days. It says in the middle of the Bible, in the book of Psalms, chapter 139, that God has ordained our days. He's planned out our days. God has already made a video of our lives. He's waiting for us now to press play to move forward, to get going. Don't sit back and see the negative stuff that's going on. Don't react to the stuff that's going on. Press play and live your life. Be you. Be the you that God made you to be. This this whole thing with God is simply God made you to be you and to love him, to hang out with him and to love people. You be you. Don't try to be like somebody else. Don't try to think that a follower of of God looks like this or smells like this, so I'm going to do that, right? No, a follower of God is simply... You're who you are, and you love God, and you love people. And God places us on special missions, on special assignments, because God is always trying to help people. And that's what I do at Happy Life Studios. That's what I do with my podcast. I don't just come up with a plan. I say, God, what do you want to share with the Happy Lifers this week? What what would change somebody's life this week? And I just kind of go with what I feel in my gut, what I get in my brain. I just kind of go with, I think this would be good. I'm on special assignment to make the world, to spread this happy dimmick. Because <laughs> there's an awful lot of fear going on out there, and I get it. There's a lot of scary stuff going on in the world, but there's also an awful lot of good stuff going on in the world. And if we shared more of that, we would be a lot more happy, and we wouldn't be nearly as fearful. And I just, the Happy Life Studios, we just want to share good news. That's what we want to do. We want to share happy news, and that's why I'm here. You're probably like, well, get to there already. Okay, I, I will. I kind of am, but I, I know I'm all over the place, but that's the only way this podcast is going to get out this week. So I'm not going to apologize because that's who I am. That's how I'm made. That's how I'm built. And the normal people have had their normal speakers for years. Here's I'm raising up a glass of water down here by the pool to all the ADD, ADHD, dyslexic, just, I mean, all those people that, that are very us random thinkers, our creatives or whatever, and Happy Life Studios is for everybody, but I just have to be who I am, love God, and love people. And that's what God has called us to do. So that night, we, we hung out all afternoon then at somebody's pool, and this pool was amazing. And, man, you could see the mountains from behind there. And, and there's all these kids. There's, like, dozens of kids and just jumping in the pool laughing. And I am just sitting in the corner on this comfy outdoor furniture. And I am almost in tears. I am almost laughing. I am all these real positive emotions just watching these children just play and laugh because that's what kids are supposed to do. And that's why I just love – it's my, one of my favorite sounds is hearing – children laugh or babies coo or or teenagers goof around with each other it's just if we took time to do that we'd have more hope for our future and so that night as we're sitting around the pool um we didn't get them in a didn't have some service thing well we kind of did but it was it was different we had we had somebody singing a song called press play 
And, and then I got out there and I talked about the pool and I said, you know, the Bible talks about God being like water, God's spirit, like being living water. I said, imagine if this pool were the ocean, you know, and then I said, you know what I love about pools are so refreshing. And then I pulled out a bottle of water. Water is refreshing. I said, this is purified water. It's pure. It says right on the label. And I poured it on a plate. And then I sat in the plate. And I said, oh, isn't water refreshing? And they're all looking at me like, "What? Are, you're crazy, man. What do you I mean? There's a pool here and you're sitting in a plate of water. And that's what religion does. God's like an ocean of water. And religion takes a little bit of their own purified water, pours it on a plate and say, there he is, God's water. <laughs> God's an ocean. I said, you got to dive into him. You got to jump in him. I said, how many of you want all of God? You don't want just a little bit of him. You don't want a plateful. You want to be submersed in him. You want to be immersed in God, completely covered in God. They're all raising their hand, you know? And I said, okay, this is what we're going to do then. I said, we're going to sing this song again. But when he says, press play, he says, I want you to show God by treating him like he's this pool, this, this water. And I want you to show him how you feel about him, how much of him you want. And I said, if you want a cannonball, if you want to jump, you want to splash, you just want to sit out and watch, you want to wiggle your toes in it, you kind of express how much of God you want. And then I said, but we're not jumping in water. We're jumping in God. I want you guys to understand that right now. Right now, this water is representing who God is. So you're showing God what you think by this water being who God is. And they they did that. And when they hit press play, oh, my goodness, these kids, man, they're doing cannonballs. They're jumping. They're laughing. They're telling God how much he means to them. And then later on, as they're sitting in the pool, I said, okay, now I want you to be quiet. I want you to close your eyes and pretend you're right there with God right now. God is sitting there loving you. Jesus is sitting there loving you. And these kids, all of a sudden, they went from cannonballing and jumping to, I still got this image of this kid just sitting there and his eyes are closed and he's just in peace as God's all around these students. It's crazy. The next day, they went to the fair and I hung out with the teenagers, so I didn't get to go to the fair with them, but... I said, remember, guys, you're not just going to the fair. You're special agents today, right? And they're like, yeah, we're special agents. And they went to the fair. And one guy's at the fair, and he says, I, I think that God wants me to pick up trash. And so all of a sudden, he's looking around. All, he, there's all these rides at the fair. There's all this food at the fair, and he's looking for garbage. And when he sees the garbage, he's like, hey, there's some garbage. And he gets all excited, and he goes over, and he picks up the trash, and he puts it in the garbage can, and he's looking for more garbage. That's our future. Happy lifer. That's our future. Someone else, they went there and, and they asked God, God, who is my assignment? What is my assignment? And she got two words in her head, look and believe. And, and all of a sudden she's on this ride all by herself and they're waiting for her at the end of the ride, but she's on the ride all by herself and it becomes, it's a pretty scary ride. And so what does she do? She closes her eyes and she gets scared, you know, and then she remembers that she felt like God told her the words, look and believe. So she remembered that when she's up in the air, and I believe God reminded her of that. You know, look. So she opened her eyes, and now it's really kind of scary, right? She's looking around, this, and this thing is going 15 different ways at one time, you know, and it's whipping her around. And then she remembered that God also told her, believe. And she went, wait a minute. It's going to be okay. I believe it's going to be okay. And all of a sudden she started thinking, you know, all these other people have been on this ride, no one has died on this ride. <laughs> this ride is still open. It's going to be okay. And you know what happened? She went from a scary sight, a scary situation where she's closing her eyes and she can't wait for the ride to be over to all of a sudden seeing what the ride is doing and enjoying the ride instead. And boy, if that isn't an example of life, I don't know what is. But God wants us to look and he wants us to believe. He wants us to live with our eyes wide open and he wants us to believe that he's good. 
we got a choice. We can either believe that the world is, is going to hell in a handbag, whatever that means, but I grew up on that saying. We can either believe that the world is going south real fast, or we can believe that there's a God out there that loves us and has a plan for us. Because you know what? The world has always been in a sad situation. You can look at it either way. I mean, for thousands of years, the world has been an ugly situation, but it's also been in a good situation. It, 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 history just repeats itself. Another girl, she felt like God was telling her her mission was to give her ride ticket. They only got three ride tickets to give her ride ticket to another, to another kid, another student that had to run out of ride tickets. And so she gave up one of her rides just not because some leader told her to do that, because she felt like that was her assignment. That's what God wanted her to do. <laughs> Let me go to the teenagers for a second. The first night, man, I... I got done speaking to all these teenagers, and and this one young man is just the life of the party. I'm not going to say his name because I don't have his permission, but he's the life of the party. And I, I pull him over, and and I said, hey, let me ask you a question. What what parts about you? Because I got done speaking, and all of a sudden, the guy in charge gets up there and says, I just feel like there's a heaviness in here. And he says, and I feel like there's a lot of you in here that don't like yourself. And it was a very heavy moment. And then I, I just felt led to go up there. My special assignment, I went up, I went back up there and I grabbed the microphone and I, and I, I pulled this young man over because I felt like that's what I was supposed to do. So I pulled him over and I said, you know, are there any things that you don't like about yourself? And he shared that in front of the whole group, in front of the whole, all those teenagers, he shared that. And then I said, on a scale of one to 10, one being you're a worm and 10 being you're a rock star, um, how do you feel about yourself? And he said, I'm a two. I said, shut up. Tell me the truth. He said, no, a two. I said, are you kidding me? And I felt like I wanted to have some students encourage him. So I said, hey, everybody out there, put up, show up on your fingers what you think this young man is. And they all raised up their hands, and everyone had these tens up in the air. You're, I said, you think you're a two, but all these people think you're a ten, including myself, so who are you going to believe? You know, the news is telling us the, the world is going to pot, and, and boy, the, the liberals are trying to mess up our world, and the conservatives are trying to mess up our world, and, and, and you, can believe whatever, you can believe whatever you want, but I'm here to tell you that God cares about us. God loves us. He's got a plan for our world. He's got a plan for us. The Bible even says that all things work together for good to those that love him and are called according to his purpose. So you, you, you choose what you want to believe. If you want to keep filling your mind with all this negative stuff, go ahead. That's, but that's hard to live happy when you're like that way. And I said, look at all these people out there, how they think about you. you know. And I felt like someone else was supposed to say something to them, but I didn't know. And before I even got the chance to say something, this other student from the other side of the room says, can I say something? You want to talk about a special assignment. They didn't even realize they were on that special assignment. But that person comes up and, and gets right in this, this young man's face in a very loving way. But their personality was all over it. God was using this young person. And this person says, don't you even, they said to this young man, you are this and you are this and I watch you. Don't you even say that about yourself. You're not a two. Bro, you're a 10, man. What are you talking about a two? And they went on for five, 10 minutes. And all of a sudden the young man, he's crying. They're crying. Then they start hugging. Everyone out there is crying. <laughs> I'm telling you, we are in a good place. I know there's scary stuff going on, but open your eyes and believe. Believe that God is bigger than all that stuff. Believe that God cares about you. He wouldn't have made you if he didn't care about you. So, so I just wanted to encourage you with that. I have so many more stories, but I have run out of time. I have gone long enough. And I think I've made my point anyway. Uh, hopefully I have, even though I went all around 
to do it, but I'm just sitting there taking a few moments to take it all in what I got to experience the last several days. And I still got one day left and I can't wait. I'm going to be sad when it's done. But like I said, I love camps. I love our, our young people. They just need a shot. They need somebody to talk about believe. They need someone that's going to open their eyes and see them. They need someone that's going to believe in them. Show them all the beauty they possess inside. Give them a sense of pride to make it easier. Let the children's laughter remind us how we used to be. They did a study a long time ago. I came across a study. Oh, it's probably a decade or two ago. And uh, they interviewed all these adults that were successful in life, whatever they called success. It wasn't just a money thing, but they were happy. They were successful. It's a long time ago, so I don't remember all the details of it. But it could have been yesterday, and I wouldn't remember all the details of it, knowing me. But it was all about all these people that were successful in life. They had a good career, a good family. They were happy with their life. And they were looking for common denominators, and they only found one common denominator. And that one common denominator that all these people had where they all had an adult somewhere in their life that believed in them when they were younger. So look, believe. Don't, don't believe all the lies that the media, whether it's the right side or the left side, don't believe all the stuff that social media people are putting out. Yeah, there might be some truth to that, but I'm telling you, we're not putting out the whole story. The whole story is we are in good hands. God's got a plan for us. And I got proof because I've been watching a whole mess of teenagers. And I should say a whole mess because we are all broken. We are all a mess. And yet I've been watching what, what was happening. I talked, I sat down yesterday. There was someone sitting on the bench that the, we're at the park and they were sitting in the bleachers watching all the games go on. And I just sat down. I said, Hey, what's going on with you? And they had just been sitting there thinking and processing because God was trying to bring them to healing and they were really struggling. And you know what? I didn't even realize that. I just felt like I should go sit by them. A God assignment doesn't mean you get this voice that sounds like we're on a mission from God. You don't. You. I just wanted to sit by this person and ask them how they're doing, and so I did. And next thing you know, man, they opened up to me for like an hour, just started sharing all the stuff that they went through when they were a kid, and it would break your heart to see that they're even here in this place in life, and even where they're at when you know all that they went through. So all the things that, 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 that we have gone through and these students have gone through, we're still here. So I know there's a lot of scary stuff going on, but you know what? We're still here and we still made it and we're still going to get through this thing. And I know there's been all sorts of things that have happened. I know that we've lost people in COVID. All of us have, right? But that doesn't change the fact that we're still here, that we're going to make it. And that young person, man, they were in their young 20s and they were there as a leader and man, their life, they should not even be existed right now. And they even said at one point they try to take their life. It's even a miracle that they're even alive. But here they are, and now they're helping other people. I just want you to know, Happy Life, there's an awful lot of cool stuff going out there with an awful lot of cool people. And I think you're one of them. I just do. I know I don't, I know, know I don't know all of you, but I just believe that you are. God made you. And you might not believe in God, so that's okay. That's fine. You know, you believe what you want to believe. I'm just, this is my podcast, so I'm going to tell you what I believe because I don't necessarily know what you believe, but I believe that there's a higher power. And I believe that he made us and he made us in love. And I don't believe he sits up there, up, up, up in the sky somewhere or, and he's shaking his head in disappointment with us going, they're never going to get it. I'm going to go down there and I'm going to fry him. Listen, if he was going to fry me, I'd have been fried a long time ago. 
because I've done a lot of stupid things and I've committed a lot of sin and I can be a real jerk sometimes. A lot of times I can be a jerk and I can be judgmental. I can be mean. Ask my my family. Um, But I tell you what, I'm a mess. And yet I get to be used to help out other people. And I got to do that this week with a whole mess of teenagers and a whole mess of children. And I'm telling you, our world, we need to be excited because we're heading in a good direction. we got an awful lot of cool people out there. Despite all the negative stuff that's going on, just like Happy Life, we can be happy despite all the negative stuff that's going on. Because remember, life isn't perfect, but it can be happy. Thanks for listening. I gotta wear I gotta go. I gotta wear There's a whole pool of water here. There's a whole pool of God here that I gotta go jump into. That's what I'm talking about. Steve Ace.